Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash make your bed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, we're continuing our discussion on bonobos. According to Wikipedia, bonobos are also historically called pygmy chimpanzees, or less common, the dwarf chimpanzee, and is an endangered great ape, and one of two species making up the genus Pan, which are the two common chimpanzees, Pan troglodytes. While bonobos are, today, recognized as a distinct species in their own right, they were initially thought to be a subspecies of pan-troglodytes, due to the physical similarities between the two species. Bonobos can be distinguished from common chimpanzees by their relatively long limbs, pinker lips, a darker face, a tail tuft through adulthood, and parted longer hair on their heads. Some individuals have sparse or thin hair over parts of their body. The bonobo is found in a 500,000-kilometer area within the Congo Basin of the Democratic Republic of the Congo in Central Africa. The species is predominantly frugivorous, which means they thrive mostly on raw fruits or succulent fruit-like produce of plants such as roots, shoots, nuts, and seeds which is different than the highly omnivorous diets of common chimpanzees. Common chimps are notorious hunters. They'll hunt small monkeys or antelope. And according to one link I found, the meat-eating behavior of wild bonobos was witnessed on two occasions at Wamba, Republic of Zaire. But these were smaller animals, such as flying squirrels. And though there has been little fieldwork done observing the species in its natural habitat, According to studies published in 2017 by researchers at the George Washington University, the ancestors of the genus Pan split from the human line about 8 million years ago. 
and they split from the common chimp about 2 million years ago. And because the two species are not proficient swimmers, the natural formation of the Congo River about 1.5 to 2 million years ago possibly led to the isolation and the speciation of the bonobo. Bonobos live south of the river and were separated from the ancestors of the common chimpanzee, which lived north. And though there are no concrete figures regarding the population, the estimate is between 29,000 and 50,000 individuals. The species is listed as endangered on the IUCN Red List and is most threatened by the normal things like habitat destruction, human population growth, civil unrest, but their most prominent threat is commercial poaching. In captivity, bonobos typically live around 40 years. Though their lifespan in the wild is unknown, it's almost certainly shorter. So let's talk the etymology, how they got their name. As we said earlier, they were formerly known as pygmy chimpanzees. Despite the bonobo having a similar body size to the common chimpanzee, the name pygmy was given by the German zoologist Ernst Schwartz in 1929, who classified the species on the basis of a previously mislabeled bonobo cranium, diminutive size compared to the chimpanzee skulls. The name bonobo first appeared in 1954, when Austrian zoologist Edward Paul Tratz and German biologist Heinz Heck proposed it as a new and separate generic term for pygmy chimpanzees. The name is thought to derive from the misspelling of a shipping crate from the town of Bolobo on the Congo River, near the location from which the first bonobo specimens were collected in the 1920s. And if that's true, it's just another reminder that language is just a big game of telephone, and though the goal is to understand what the first person said, a lot of shit's gonna get lost in translation. So bonobos are both terrestrial and arboreal, which means they hang out on the floor and in the trees. Most ground locomotion is characterized by quadrupedal knuckle walking. Bipedal walking, or walking on two legs, has been recorded as less than 1% of terrestrial locomotion in the wild. As opposed to in captivity, there is a larger variation. Bipedal walking in captivity as a percentage of bipedal plus quadrupedal has been observed from 3.9% for spontaneous bouts to 19% when abundant food is provided. And I wonder if it's because they're seeing humans walk on two legs, but who knows? But if you look at a bonobo versus a chimp and compare them to humans, the physical characteristics and its posture, you'll see that they more closely resemble humans than a common chimp. I also find it interesting that bonobos have highly individuated facial features, as us humans do, so that one individual might look really different than another, making them easier to recognize in social interaction. And it also might be what helps them pass the mirror recognition test, which we use for self-awareness, though all great apes are capable of this. They communicate primarily through vocal means, though the meanings of vocalization are not currently known. That said, humans are beginning to understand their facial expressions, some of their natural hand gestures, such as invitations to play. The communication system of wild bonobos includes a characteristic that was earlier only known in humans. Bonobos will use the same call to mean different things in different situations, and other bonobos have to take the context into account when determining meaning. 
Two bonobos at the Great Ape Trust, Kanzi and Panbanisha, have been taught how to communicate using a keyboard labeled with lexigrams or geometric symbols, and they can respond to spoken sentences. Kanzi's vocabulary consists of more than 500 English words, and he has a comprehension of about 3,000 spoken English words. But what Kanzi is really known for is learning by observing people trying to teach his mother. Kanzi started doing the tasks that his mother was taught just by watching, some of which his mother had failed to learn. Some, such as philosopher and bioethicist Peter Singer, argue that these results qualify them for rights to survival and life, rights which humans theoretically accord to all people. And obviously, Kanzi is just one bonobo in captivity that we've studied to compare to humans. And though there's not extensive research on bonobos, there's a lot more to go through. So tomorrow, we're going to discuss the cultural differences of the bonobo and what we can learn from them. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 